0: Welcome to the Ask Us Anything podcast. Today is the first episode of this brand new podcast that's going to appear in video and audio forms. And today I want to talk up to those of you who minister to hurting people. So the question is, how do I minister to the hurting person? And the first thing is to, is to listen. To listen. To not say anything, but to to sit there and to listen to that person. In the book of James, we're told to be quick to listen and slow to speak. And when we're doing that, we're actually listening. We're acknowledging, you know, if it's appropriate, what that person is saying to us. Um, at, at after the person is done, I find it particularly helpful to maybe summarize a few of the points that that person has made, especially the significant points, and then proceed to ask clarifying questions. Maybe, how does this make you feel? Not to be trite. The, the goal is not to be trite. And I'm using a ge- generalization here because you're going to be dealing with the specifics of people's lives. And so being listening Asking good questions, Um, asking, clarifying with them what's going on, asking them how does this make you feel, Um, provides an opportunity for you then to bring biblical truth to bear on the situation. Let's talk about anxiety. For example, I struggle with anxiety, and one of the things that I have to do is I have to take Philippians 4.8 and meditate on it. What is true, what is noble, what is good? Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And what I keep telling myself is, I, I, I go back to Romans 8.1 and I said, through Christ you are as loved and as accepted by God as you can possibly be. You are no longer condemned. You are in Christ Jesus, and there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And then I go back to Philippians 4, 6 through 10. And think about what is pure, what is noble, what is good. And this helps me to reorient my perspective. As you are ministering to somebody, if it's appropriate, say, for example, you struggle with anxiety or depression or your parents have been divorced or, you know, the list goes on and on. It depends on who you're ministering to. I found it helpful just to say to provide a bridge before I get into biblical truth. You know, I understand what it's like to go through and then I share what have I gone through. And I may not and I may also add the caveat, but I don't know exactly what your experience is like. But this is what my experience that kind of relates to what you've gone through. And this provides a natural bridge for you to minister to this person, to speak to them. And they may say, you know, well, you don't really understand exactly what I'm going through. This is why you say beforehand, before you start sharing what you've gone through. But I don't know exactly what you're going through, but this is what I've gone through, and it kind of relates. And it's important if you're going to do this, that your experience actually relates. The last thing that you want to do is for what you say to be trite, to to be inconsiderate, to to lack compassion, to lack care and concern. Uh, This person is needing help, needing your help, and God has placed them in your path. And the best way that I can say this is, God often places people in our lives for a reason. Sometimes that that is to disciple. Other times it's to comfort. Other times it's to come alongside and say, you know what? This is where I've been in my my walk, and this is where you need to be. And, And sometimes we need to confront. But when we're ministering to provide comfort to somebody, we need to be slow. We need to slow everything down. We need to ask lots of questions. We need to listen to them. We need to allow them an opportunity to share what is going on in their lives and to listen to the emotions that they articulate. See, this is part of listening, but it's not just listening to listen. It's also listening between the lines, if you will. And this is where it gets a little dicey. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You've got to hear what the person is really saying, and you've got to hear what they're actually talking about what 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 are the areas of struggle that that person has you know and then as they continue to talk what specific problems do they have within that category and so when you're listening yes you're you're listening to what they're saying but as you ask more and more questions you're, the more and more questions are to help you to be able to address this person's specific need And the point of this is ultimately (coughs) to point them to Jesus, to the person who struggles, for example, with anxiety. We point them to the fact that they are, or depression, we point them to the fact that they are as loved and as accepted by God as they could possibly be, if they're in Christ. If they're a Christian, if they've been united to Christ by faith and they have union with Christ and they're communing with Christ, So we wanna know how that person is doing in that. How are they communing with Christ? How is their Bible reading? How is their prayer life? How is their church attendance? All of these things that make up, you know, a part of how they're growing in Christ. We wanna see and understand how they're growing. And the reason that we do this is because we wanna come alongside them and we wanna inject uh, life and help and we want to speak the truth in love, but we have to understand what this person is going through. This requires again listening, asking lots of clarifying questions. I'm using myself as an example in this video. So, so oftentimes when I go uh, to visit with a friend or a close friend, you know, if I haven't been doing well, guess what? I'm going to tell them, look, you know, I've had a rough week. I've had a rough day. Sometimes I might even text one of my close friends, I'm having a rough day today. You know, I need some encouragement, I need some prayer. You know, I need, I need that. I need you to, to help, help me, uh, point me back to Christ. And that's really what the goal is. The goal isn't just to give, well, the goal is always to give biblical counsel. But the goal is, it's not just biblical counsel, it's to point them back to Jesus. And the point of sharing our, our story is not to point people to us. The point is to point away from ourselves to the scriptures. The scriptures teach these things. And so we're just using our story of what God has done to point back to biblical truth and ultimately back further, uh, most importantly and supremely to Jesus. Because Jesus is the one who, who says in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, "'Come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest.'" You see, we've asked questions, we've listened, we've asked questions, we've even asked more questions, we've, we've applied biblical truth appropriately, uh, carefully, sensitively, compassionately, and now we get to point them to Jesus. You see, and this is where we go back to Romans 8.1. The person struggling with depression and discouragement often needs to know that they're loved, that they're cared about. And, and this is what I go back to. I go to people that care about me, people that I can open up to. And then what do they do? They speak biblical truth to me and they point me to Jesus Christ. This is the same for you today. When it went at the heart of the hearts of what it means to minister and to bring comfort to others. It's just that it's because of the gospel. We can comfort one another because we are have been and are being comforted by the comforter of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that he would bring he would send us one in the Holy Spirit who would comfort us. We have been comforted much and now we have God peace God's people must comfort one another, and we do that most supremely by pointing to Jesus, the one who took upon Himself fully the full white-hot fury of the wrath of God in our place and for our sin. He was buried, he wrote, and rose again, and now he lives to ever intercede for God's people. and And this is important because Hebrews two seventeen through eighteen and Hebrews four fourteen through sixteen. They make it clear that we have a sinless savior who ever lives to plead the merits and the treasure of his blood before the father for us. And he is interceding for us. He is unlike us. We are sinners in need of Jesus and he is perfect. He is the perfect, spotless, righteous lamb of God who lives to plead the treasure of his blood before the father. So we point away from ourselves we point to Jesus we listen we ask clarifying questions we we listen some more we speak biblical truth but only after we make sure that that we understand what exactly this person is going through and then we speak the truth in love and we listen we listen some more to what that person how that person responds and then we point them to Jesus and you know what the the truth is is that I'm making this process seem simplistic, but I don't mean it to be. This could take months. This could take weeks. This could take years of trust. But it's worth it. You see, we often have a quick, fixed mentality to discipleship in the church today. We need to take a long perspective. Trust takes time. Relationships take time to build. People want to open up and share the deepest struggles of their lives. If we want that, if we want to comfort them, if we want to minister to people, we have to realize that it will take time. And that's okay. That's okay. We may not be the person to bring comfort to that person. We may not be the person to speak the truth and love to that person. And we may not be the person to point them to Jesus. And that's okay. But we can ask each other, beyond just how are we doing today, how are you really doing today? And we can be there for one another, because over 50 times in the New Testament, we're told to one another each other. And so that's my encouragement today in this podcast, is how do we minister each other? At the heart of it is we one another each other. And we do so because of the gospel that we believe, the gospel upon which we stand And by which we're being saved, and by which we are being sanctified, and one day we will be glorified by. That's the good news of the gospel that we believe, and that provides a reason why we comfort and why we minister, and so much more. So I hope that you'll join me in these podcast episodes. They're going to be about 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes long. I'll encourage you, if you have a question that you'd like to see covered in this podcast, Please ask us. We'd love to be able to help you, equip you, biblically, practically, pastorally, theologically, by answering your question. So thank you for listening to this first episode. And may the Lord richly bless you and keep you.